Welcome everybody back to Talking Gaming and Tech, where we get into the latest gaming and technology, pop culture, all that fun stuff that you're doing since you're all stuck at home and in that way for months. But we have some news from Microsoft about some delays. Gonna make some choices for people there. So <laughs> 3D Realm's gonna have their own virtual presentation for upcoming games. We got a possible leak for when Call of Duty 2020 is going to be revealed. Um, and in general, like that's going to be a bigger story at the end. We're going to cover with the Xbox because there was an article from the verge. And we're going to get into pointing out, does Xbox even care about being in the council wars at all? Um, so we'll get into that on the tech side on the second half. We're going to get into something really cool. There's an there. The last blockbuster is making an Airbnb in their building. That's going to be like a 90s, like sleepover kind of thing. It's like interesting. Um, (laughs) um, Google has made a uh, basically earthquake detection out of your phone. If you have an Android phone in California, we're really into that. What the details are that Uh, Android plus Windows could be the best dual screen device you'll ever need. Um, And some people say this is really good. Some people say it's horrible. Uh, And we're going to get into more details about the Note 20 Ultra. Some cool features, I guess, that were revealed. But before we get into that, what the heck has everybody been up to? What the hell have we been doing? Well, I just started Breath of the Wild again. Yeah, I so think I. this is going to be my <laughs> ninth playthrough, I believe. Yeah. I, I did two on Master Mode. Oh, yeah. I did. I did one um, three heart mode, which you just basically start the game and you go right to Ganon. Yep, and this is just my like. I think it's like my fifth regular playthrough, just because the game is just—it's just it's so good. Yeah, it's super addictive. Like that's it is. What I'm, yeah, and I've been playing the hell out of Neon Abyss too. Uh, almost have all the achievements for that. What would that be? It's basically a biome creation. I used we used to do it when we were teenagers, but you just make up some rules that involve drinking. Oh, like, if you're gonna beat the game, you you have to. I don't know drink like five beers in a row really fast and then try to beat the game. It's pretty cool because I've got you guys can see it right behind me. That's my kegerator. Actually, there's a keg right down here that's sanitizing now for my new beer. Okay. That sounds fun. But other than that, now I've been just working a lot and uh, school work. But yeah, Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing. That's <laughs> yeah, really all it is for me, man. I started playing a battle royal that I forgot the name of. So I'll just call it ja- the Japanese Battle Royal or the Korean Battle Royal because it's like a bunch of crazy looking anime chicks, but the Battle Royal is actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, um, what else did I do? Uh, I'm going to hit you with my boots. Warcraft. And then five minutes before the podcast began, I just had a conversation about D&D with Woody, and now I have the itch to play D&D and yep. build a new D&D campaign, which sucks because hmm. I don't know who to play it with. Um yeah, other than that, just playing a lot of WoW PvP my ass off on my on my uh, Shaman Catastrophe, which is starting to get a reputation on the server because Catastrophe. Only you. 
No, nah, dude, it's great. It's such a great name. Oh, uh, Bazinga, what the hell have you been up to? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. There is something else. There is something else. Actually important. I started playing um, the N64 Ogre Battle again. Oh, um, Persons of Lordly Caliber. So which I good. Never finished. I'm very excited. I've I've put in like 10 hours over the past few days. And then I started getting a bunch of Nintendo stuff. So I'm also playing Bite and Kentus, I think it's pronounced. Excuse, bless you. Which, which is a GameCube <laughs> RPG that it revolves around building a deck of cards, kind of like Magic, but it's an RPG. It's an RPG based thing, like a Final Fantasy. That's cool. Yeah, Slay the Spire. But yeah, it's basically. I would say it's where they got the idea for Slay the Spire. From. I this love Slay the Spire. Oh, so good. Except it's an entire game. It's not like a little thing. It's like a sixty-hour RPG, but the battle cool. system is a card-based system. That's cool. Other than that, that's it. Go back to Bazinga now. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted to mention the ogre battle thing multiple times. I just forgot all about it. So I really haven't been home much. I finished putting up the two more fans at my girlfriend's house. Um, I also uh, was driving around yesterday looking for a car for because she needs a new car. So we were in Massachusetts. Uh, I just got I just got my doctor stuff back finally. Uh, and it said my lipids are perfect uh everything's down it's much better but i do have really bad sleep apnea yay uh and then i just got some some fantastic news i have six months to move out oh so i need to find a place to live yay i've got a box dude (laughs) but at least you have lots of time though comes with meals dude six months it depends it's really hard to find a place (laughs) In this area with these prices, yeah. So, yeah. We will see. Mm-hmm. That's 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 it for me. Yeah. So, update of last week. So I got my power supply on yesterday. Nice. That's all hooked up and ready to go. So my <laughs> PC back oh, in order. Um, and I was playing Modern Warfare. Good push today, actually. Um. So just mess around, and it's funny that they they said they nerfed the foul, but they actually buffed it. But that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> Wait, what, how did they nerf it? Like, what was the what was the nerf for the foul? Okay, <laughs> they nerfed the long range. They nerfed the close range. Okay, and buffed the long range. Well, the FN foul is considered a DMR. It's a marksman yeah. rifle, so it's good for mid to long range. Yeah, that's so, weird. How the hell is that a ner- Yeah, they didn't nerf Whatever. it. They, they I, said they nerfed it, but they just nerfed it. All they did was take away, it takes one last, it takes one more shot at close range to kill somebody. Uh-oh. That's the only nerf they added to it. And they added, like, it, for long range, it takes one last shot to kill somebody. <laughs> so, they didn't really nerf it, <laughs> for the so most what part. what you're saying is Call of Duty is shit. No, no, it's 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 good. I like, I mean, the harbor map is on, it's pretty cool. Um, which was pretty fun. I'm playing that. But got to call duty shit. I'm like just uh techie just point out. I've also started playing through Breath of the Wild again because I was playing before my power supply went, but I'm playing a modded version on the CEMU uh with a whole bunch of cool like lighting effects and shit like that. So it looks beautiful and the frame rate is you know, I mean when it's running at a full like sixty frames a second all the time, it looks way better. So 
I want to get that. I got to figure out how to do that. I got to talk to you about that. Uh, yeah, it's fairly simple. It's it's for the most part they've made it. And what's great is on the current CEMU, you can have the game running and change mods on the fly as the game's running. That's awesome. So, but, sweet. So that's what I've been messing around with, and I'll get into something else in the second half. But that's on the second half. Sweet uh, deal. Let's get into what's our first topic here. So, okay, so Call of Duty 2020, which is going to be Black Ops, the new Black Ops game, which is going to be Cold War, which is for the most part, it's been almost confirmed that it's a name. But supposedly on Friday, August 14th. We are going to get the announcement, and I guess it comes from uh, Activision released. They sent a promotional package to a uh, variety of sites and streamers, introducing them to uh, not open the mysterious box until Monday, August 10th. This appears to be part of a uh, kind of augmented reality thing leading up to Call of Duty 2020 release. Um, the side of the box contains uh, projectors and infinity pair sliders, which have now led fans to uh, teaser websites. Basically, in the end, it leads to August 14th. So we'll get full announcements of what probably what the heck a trailer or whatever is going to be in Black Ops Cold War and what it's going to be. So, I mean, that'll be kind of neat. And like I just said, like um, they just released a patch. Was it yesterday for Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare? And they nerfed long range of the Bruin. They've nerfed the short range of the Fal. Uh, they did some minor other tweaks. They didn't really change too much at all. Um, and so whether some people are calling it really not a nerf, and some people are like, well, that didn't really do anything, guys. It's it's the, pretty much the same. It didn't really change anything. <laughs> because the, ever, the, nerfs were, the nerfs were so minor that it really didn't affect anything like in like the grand scheme of playing the game. So that's what it is. Let me try and hide my excitement there. And we'll be get, probably get back to you playing Modern Warfare tomorrow night. Oh, I don't know where you get that idea from. So, that, that's even if I'm in town. Oh. I got to go to back to Massachusetts tomorrow. Like, I would like to uh, keep playing games and all you motherfuckers. And I'm not playing. I'm not playing Call of Duty much more. That game is shit. Come up with something <laughs> new. I'm sick and tired of it, dude. And also. I'm still pissed at you because you were unwilling to play anything else we wanted to play, and yet you expect me to just hop right back on that game. What do you mean, dude? It took until the last second <laughs> for you to get to get night to get that crappy ass game that we wanted to play, and you were f almost an hour late. You showed up at like six fifty. Oh, I'll yeah. play now. Oh yeah, because Fortnite. I was. Yeah, but I wasn't going to. And you I mean, like, it has I, to be, dude? No, that's not the point. It has to be like. You no, want me to play this Call of Duty with you, but you refuse to play anything else. That's no, I'm saying we can play something else on our stream night. That's fine. Um, but it has to be something we all agree on. But Really? Really? Can anybody here expect that Nate would agree, even if three of us did? Like, if, if three of us agreed, would <laughs> Nate ever be willing to be the guy who would just go, all right, fine. Every one of us will just suck it up and play a game, but you... You're no, I no, no, because it has to be mutual. So no, yeah, but, your uh, baby Ben. Just admit your baby Ben, and we can move on. Okay, anyway, let's move on to the next topic, everybody. Uh, okay, so 3D realm. So a lot of companies are doing this, and we're going to see a whole lot more of these, um, especially with what's going on and all the canceled like expos and cons that are going on. Uh, like New York Comic Con was just canceled; it's going virtual, completely. Um, just like. 
the uh, San Diego Comic Con. So 3D Realms, which if you guys know, we interviewed them. We interviewed them a couple times at PAX actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the creators of Duke Nukem, the classic retro FPS stuff. Uh, one of the newest ones we actually interviewed it was like what year, two years ago. Uh, Wraith, uh, Aeon, the Aeon of Ruin. Wrath. Wrath, Aeon of Ruin, uh, which is a pretty awesome game. So. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying Wraith. Wraith. So it's called the Retro FPS Event. Uh, Realms Deep. Yeah, because FPSs have improved greatly over the years. Oh, wait. To the well, no, because their idea is that, like, when we talked to uh, Scott Miller, right? Um, he said for him so he said basically there is kind of a calling for people that want to play those kind of classic fps's and like people like um lgr have pointed this out like when they first started making um ion maiden which is now ion fury um he was like holy crap this is awesome like this these guys are actually coming forward and there's a lot more than just him so there is a huge demand for these kind of first person shooter the classic doom and type uh fps i I just don't understand it because there's plenty of games that come out right now that play the same way as that they're just not as big new quake yeah that new quake yeah but these are like the original creators though that's why it's such a big thing like like scott miller said he like he's like i took my old engine we rebuilt it and now we're making new fps games that play just like the originals and that's the thing like i find myself especially when it comes to first person shooters like I always find myself going back to Quake 3 Arena. Um, I've been playing um, Unreal Tournament 2004. In the original Unreal Tournament, Like I still play those. I st- they're, they're still popular, too. So if you go to the internet section of multiplayer, there are still loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of servers, and they're active. And it's crazy. Like I, I kind of miss Twitch shooters like that. Like I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Like There's a certain joy of being able to rocket jump turn around and blast somebody in the face the rocket it's, yeah uh, you, you don't get that anymore like you don't no. you have you know the like i'll admit the last couple of call of duty has been pretty crappy the whole running on walls and the jetpacks and just the the, the 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 stupid just the dumb things that just didn't make call of duty call of duty yeah like you things have changed first person shooters have changed a lot as far as mechanics but in reality it's just a first person shooter i just wish they would go back to remembering that and not saying oh if you have this you got to go over here and you can walk through walls like that kind of thing it yeah cool spice it up a little bit i guess but i don't know 3d realms i love duke nukem uh, oh that will always be one of my favorite games man hmm. always 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 and i trust them to make a good game yeah so. yeah so far iron fury is really good um and supposedly at this event, we're going to get a reveal of a successor to Hexen. Oh, so another amazing game. Yeah. So that's going to be really cool. Um, but obviously not by the original creators, because if anybody doesn't know, the original creators of Hexen have now, they do make, they make Call of Duty games. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah. Didn't Hexen have like a really crazy anti-cheat thing? Like if you use a cheat code... It would put you in a room that you couldn't get out of or something. Ooh, I don't remember. I never played it. I believe it. it was Hexen. I'm almost certain it was Hexen. There's a bunch of games that are like that. Like, I know um, The Witcher 3. If you cheat in The Witcher 3, you get these weird zombie demon cows. They just oh, yeah, you do. Yep. Spawn. 
Yep. Yeah. Like there's a lot of crazy like anti cheat things, which I absolutely love. I love shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> they did that kind of shit in more games, like, uh, like especially if they added like a bot or something that ran in the background of Call of Duty when you turned on your cheat, all of a sudden your health just starts depleting, and you're like, "What's going on?" You know, be really <laughs> you know, be really badass, and you don't even have to do anything. Like if if you, the people were cheating, just put a fucking giant like waypoint like what they have in uh, minecraft where you can pick your waypoints you see this light in the sky just you just see that so it pinpoints cheaters wherever the hell they are in the <laughs> yeah hey come shoot me yeah exactly <laughs> just add embarrassment to the whole thing to make it like i don't know hello kitty happy on adventure themed or something problem yeah, is yeah. most of these companies won't even get off their ass to fix their online cheating problem so you know they will they are but they're not going after the paid subscribers correct so, so not, that's the like, problem. You can say lies. they are, but if they're not going after everyone, then I don't consider them trying at all. They're just it's a joke. No, that that is exactly where the problem lies. It's just like it's at the end of the day, it's all about the dollar. Yep. And it sucks. It's it's not even just games either. It's like even what's going on, like the government or or with this whole COVID thing. It's it's all about the money. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks, but it, it's the harsh truth. Yeah, that's yeah, that's unfortunately, unfortunately, it is. It really is unfortunate. Like, there's a um, I play Dark Age of Camelot still, and um, there's a couple people who use this. It's it's called a radar program. So essentially speaking, there's no map in Dark Age. Well, there is a map, but you can't see where people are. Um, so you can run this program called Radar, where you can see everybody, including stealth individuals. Now, the person, one of the devs, actually runs with the group who's a known radar person because they have. I think one of the, the dude who leads it has like nine accounts. So nine times $16 a month or 15 bucks a month, you know? And then the fact that the dev runs with them, it bothers me to no fucking end, but it's just, I don't know. It, it's money. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, money. So yeah, it's money. yeah. I mean, it's almost and, a 20 year old game. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's true. And obviously the one company we, you know, we covered many stories like PUBG went after cheaters with an absolute vengeance. But ever since the game's popularity has died down, it's really, it's still one of the most popular games on Steam. It's like the top three. But they haven't gone after cheaters as much anymore. Here's the no. thing, though. They didn't really go after cheaters with a vengeance because if they did, they would have noticed that the reason why they had so many cheaters was because of the box and key system, and they would have changed that. They looked and went, it's killing our game, but our profits. And they just stuck with that. Well, yeah, because that's what it comes down to. Profit. Really they no, if you had any skill, you could make... God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Fortnite is not riddled with cheaters, and it's because they came up with an actual working way to, to monetize that game that doesn't incentivize Chinese hackers to cheat. Hmm. It's that simple. That is well, one they, thing that Fortnite definitely has a leg up in a lot of the competition. They, is... they could have, they just didn't want to put the time and effort into that. Right. That's sad, but okay. So, PlayStation State of Play August sixth. Every PlayStation Five and PS Four game was shown. No, so well, good portion anyway. No, that State of Play wasn't even meant to be anything. They said ahead of time that it was, it it, it wasn't going to be anything revealing anything new. It was more about the PS Four than anything. That, well, no, I don't know where people he, got this. He he read it wrong. It's just saying that this this 
this article is showing every PS5 and PS4 game shown. And, and what pisses oh, okay. me off the most is yeah. Spelunky 2 is coming out on consoles before they're putting it to the PC. Yeah. That hit me. I love Splunky. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite roguelikes. And the fact that it's coming to the consoles first really pissed me off. Like I've been waiting for Splunky 2 for so long, it's not even funny. So they uh, they again uh Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah. Uh they talked about Hitman 3, but what's cool with Hitman 3 VR. Yep. I don't know how that's going to work, but dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and this is going to sound I'm not downplaying. I don't even care about the VR thing. I want Hitman 3 because I don't think I think we missed the boat on one of the coolest things I've ever seen people do. This website called Giant Bob would get together with a group of people. It was like three or four of them. And they'd put a bunch of different things in a hat. It'd be like a target, a weapon, and a method of kill or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they'd throw it in the hat and they'd make someone pull the three things out. And then they'd sit down and play and they have to try and kill someone that way. Or do do as much as possible that way. And then another player would sit down and play and try to compete against that. And we could have had a ton of freaking fun sitting at Bazinga's house doing like a four-hour stream where we do that shit. And we missed the boat. We never played Hitman 2, so we never did that. I have Hitman so, 1. I think I might have Hitman as, 2. As soon as Hitman 3 comes out and COVID is over, we should freaking do this. Because I think it would be a blast. Hmm. It actually does sound like a lot of fun. They talked about Braid Anniversary Edition, The Pathless. Braid is a really good Splunky game. 2. Eon Must Die. Animutationum. Anno. Yeah, Animutation. Um, Bug snacks, Star Wars Vader Immortal. I gotta see so, if that's on Oculus Rift yet. It, no, it's been on Oculus. It came out on Oculus. No, because it was. Oh, I could only at the time. I could only. You could only get it on uh, Oculus Go or whatever the hell it's called. Oh yeah, I've watched. This game is pretty cool, especially if you're into the lore. And it is officially canon. Um, I've watched people do a complete playthrough of all three chapters. Um, and it is actually part of Star Wars lore and why, like. If you look at the beginning of uh, Rise of Skywalker, read the first scene, you'll see like plants and trees starting to grow on Mustafar. And the reason why is because the events of that game of what happens in that game, why that's starting to happen. Well, that's cool. Yeah. See, here's my, my thing about Braid. It's a great game, but I'm never buying anything made by Jonathan Blow or Phil Fish. They're both giant pricks. <laughs> giant pricks. If you've ever seen any video from them, I have not. It, like you would, I would expect that Jonathan Blow farts and goes, "I've graced the world with something great." <laughs> like he's just dude, there's a there's a clip. Someone asked him what he thinks about Japanese games, and it's like 2000, and he's like, "Japanese developers have no talent, and the games are shit." What? And he says wow. it deadpan, like he's some god because he created a puzzle game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a terrible, terrible human being. That's pretty shitty. Yep. <clears throat> Bugs Nicks. I've never heard of this game, actually. Bugs Snacks. Bugs Snacks. Bugs Snacks. Bugs Snacks. That's a game that looks better than Halo. It's probably pronounced <laughs> Bug Snacks, like food, snacks. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh. Uh, there's DLC for Control coming out. The Pedestrian is a platforming game. Uh, a Robin Hood type game. Hood Outlaws and Legends. Wasn't that out already? Or no, that's not a new game. No, it's a new PS5 game. 
I'm thinking of a different game. You're uh, thinking that old. You're thinking of that old Nintendo game, <laughs> like Outlaws of the Crown. It was like a no. game. Uh, Tem Tem, which is a Pokemon-like game that's supposed to be look pretty good, I guess. But it's got competitive um, arena stuff in it too. It was getting traction on PC, and then Godfall, which is an which is an actually action I'm actually game. kind of excited about Godfall. Yeah, Godfall looks cool. Yeah. Really cool. Um, that's it. The question that's, is, are they going to scratch that um, Dark Age itch? I mean, Dark Souls itch or not? I don't think it will because it doesn't play like Dark Souls, but it still should be a pretty good game. Oh yeah, I think it'll still be an amazing game. Um, it's hard to get compared to like Dark Souls. Dark Souls is its own like entity. Nobody else has really touched it. Well, the problem is everybody tries to improve how it plays, not understanding that the the slow methodical play of dark souls is what makes it dark souls so if you try to improve the movement you're already screwing up the game mm. you want it to move you want you want it to be when you slash and you miss you fucked up well yeah huh. you're just you're dead <laughs> yeah that's yeah. how it should be but they always try to improve it and then it just it's like oh it's like a baby story now I misread. So Splunky 2 is coming out for the PlayStation 4 and Steam, and it's going to be delayed on the Xbox. Oh. Huh. It was originally the opposite. I got, I got something to say about that real quick. <laughs> of course you <laughs> oh, do. No, nothing bad. This is- no, no, it's just you're far away. You're far away. can't hear you. Because my dinner just got done, dude. All right, man? I work all day. I, get, I need to eat. All right? All right. So... People are saying, like, screaming about Sony Money Hat and all these games. But my question is, are they really having to Money Hat that hard? If you look at the recent financials from Xbox and from their their division, they're making a ton of money, but they're not making very much money on software. Correct. And so the question is, are these companies... Is Sony coming in and paying these guys big banks to get their games early? Or is it just a simple fact that Sony's like, you're not making any goddamn well, money on that system? It, that's a, it's a double-edged sword, really. So if you take a look at Sony and its own fellow rights, Sony has huge in Western and the Eastern you know, people. Sony is a Japanese company, as we all yeah. know. So we know that Sony is big over there. Sony is big over here. Now, you talk about Microsoft and the Xbox, believe it or not... <clears throat> The Xbox doesn't quite have a foothold over in Japan or over, you know, anywhere over there as it does over here. So <clears throat> for them to get, for you to say that, or sorry, for them to have to really money hat anything, I really don't think they need to. It's, yeah, it's because one of those, the just, proof is in the pudding kind of thing. Yeah, they, they ha- maybe a little bit. Maybe they're coming and going, we'll give you some money. But the, the people are looking at it going, if we delay ours a year, we're losing maybe 500,000 copies on yep. a big game. And they're like... <clears throat> nothing's selling on xbox why would we put our games on there right away why would that be even remotely close to a factor but this is a this has always happened though not to cut you off this has always happened when it comes to whole the new consoles so the sales of older generation consoles which would be the xbox one xbox one x ps4 ps4 pro they always slow down in anticipation for the new consoles and they slow down quite a bit quite ahead of time now what's making matters more difficult is the fact that we don't have these press conferences we don't have these these events we don't have um what's that one the e3 we, we don't have any of that stuff we don't have anything we can go by other than 
word of mouth or what you see on your computer. Now I can go ahead and I'm learning how to do video editing, by the way, I could learn how to do all that crazy crap and make something super, super believable. And Oh wait, yeah, it was just on a video. Oh yeah. Cool. You know, people do that all the time. Now I'm almost wondering, and just because of the information that I personally know, I, I just, I wonder how much of this is actually going on. Now I completely trust Sony 100% everything they're doing, everything they're saying, just like the whole, I, I almost don't trust Microsoft because I know what is in that Xbox and what they, what you guys said when they showed that whole halo thing, that it just nothing. It didn't add up. Something did not add up. And, and I'm going back to the whole big Navi thing too, on top of it. <clears throat> I, uh, it's so hard to explain, man. Like I could talk about this for hours, but the fact, no, I don't think Sony's money adding anything. Because they've, got, they've got the backbone to, to do it. They're sitting down with certain devs and they're just asking, <clears throat> what would it take? And it's not taking much, is what I'm saying. It's not like they're coming in with a truck full of money. It's not taking much because they have a stranglehold and they've had it this entire gen. So even in the next gen, these devs are like, yeah, let's get that money real quick because they're going to sell gangbusters this year and next year. So let's just get that money early. It's just the way it works. When you are dominating your competition, your competition has a harder time. But everybody thinks they're just buying everybody out with millions and millions of dollars. Like they stopped in on Braid, a braid and were like, we're going to give you $200 million to put your game out on our system first. That's well, not what happened. And that's kind of what originally happened. Remember when Destiny came out? Destiny was originally a PlayStation exclusive. You could yeah. only play on a PlayStation. And then it branched off to the Xbox. And then it branched off to the PC. You know, I would feel comfortable by saying their money hatting if, say, I don't know, they got the rights to Forza. Or or if they got the rights to, I don't know, another Xbox exclusive. It's I, certain games, they're, they're definitely going to money hat certain games. You could tell certain games are getting money hatted. It's just everybody everybody's pretending that every game is. Sony's not going out of their way to buy the rights to Braid. Right. They're not doing it. They're going to get it anyway, but they're not doing it. There are certain games they're not going out of their way for. Stop that and stop calling it anti-consumer. It's not their fault that their competition dropped the ball so hard that people want to work with them more. Period. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but that leads on to our next topic here. So the announcement came out that Halo, which is kind of like their landmark game to sell systems, is now delayed till 2021. Here comes another one, people. <laughs> um, so Microsoft and 343 industry, oh, industries are making a decision to delay Halo Infinite. And it's weird because, like, I was reading the headlines. I saw fanboys of Xbox pointing out this on Twitter and everything else before uh, a week and a half goes, like, announcement of and their big reveal. And there was so much trash that that's the that's name. I can't think of his name right now. Head of uh, Xbox. Well, it's talk Phil Spencer. Yeah. Yep, Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg. This is why I don't yeah. believe any of it. And I'll let you finish. They were, they were, yeah, they were going on like all, and all the people were retweeting these things. They were saying Halo is going to be the most impressive thing you've ever seen. All this other shit, like all, like I was like, what in the hell? Like, okay, if it if it is, I'll be cool. Like, Halo fans will be happy. And then it got revealed, and it got to the point where even like Xbox fans are trashing them. So it was like, oh, okay, so. I'm I'm not going to bash on Microsoft about this. I just don't believe this statement because, first of all, they knew how it looked beforehand, before they revealed it, and they kept saying, I can pull up comments like 
people are going to have their mind blown when they see Halo. Aaron Greenberg talking about nothing is going to keep up with Halo this oh, year. Oh yeah, the minds were blown. I can tell you that. Like every they all they did up until the reveal was act like this thing was the next Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and then when it revealed and everybody got backlash on it, they switched gears to immediately go, "We're, we're delaying the game to improve the quality." You knew the quality was bad in the first place. You planned on selling this to people ahead of time and thought people were going to buy it. You thought I, people were going to be excited about it. I think they were trying to drive the excitement up, but I don't think they were trying to sell that ending product. Yes, it was a pretty bad idea to launch with what they launched with. Um, there definitely could have been a, a a few things, but the problem is, and and I've said this before, I know um, even actually Jay's Two Cents made another video about this too, another one. Um, the issue with, with them releasing um, a trailer or, or gameplay footage of using their system to full potential is it could potentially leak what their system's capable of. Um, again, that's why you haven't seen AMD with their the big Navi cards come out for the place or for the PC yet. That's why you haven't really seen much of that stuff. Now you know what it's capable of. You know it has its own ray tracing. You know that it has yeah a lot of things that the RTX cards currently have. Um, and believe it or not, if I'm not mistaken, and what I was reading um, is the I don't know if you guys know about the new GeForce naming scheme, how they're no longer going with the 3000 series. It's okay. now going to be the 2990 and the 2980 Ti. They're uh, going up. Yeah. So. Huh. Thank you, sweetheart. So it turns out that um, there's something deeper is going on and and i think microsoft did this purposely because for two reasons one they have the money to okay well we fucked up but it's not going to hurt them people are still going to buy their shit it doesn't matter it's an xbox i actually don't believe that i think they're going to bomb so hard at the beginning of this year that it's not even gonna be funny they they recently just did a freaking a twitter poll that was liked four million times i forget who did the thing about mm-hmm. like excitement for the next system and microsoft was below 10 percent. nintendo with the switch was above them and that's not even a new system yeah i, I guess it's supposed to be making a switch a, hd or something like that well that, that, that leads into the next topic we have here that, I, was, that was put up by the verge today so obviously we've pointed this out over and over again that they pretty much have no exclusives on the xbox at all right there's only a very few and even halo is not even one of them um so and they pointed out that Microsoft, like they always point out, like Microsoft's going to be laughing all the way to the bank, even though you're not buying their system. And their point was that they might be banking on, they're not going to plan on making a whole lot of money on their actual physical console. They just want to make money on games. And that could be actually be true. But that actually wraps yeah. around to my point of view with this. And yeah. that is, I think the reason why Halo looked the way it was is because they're lying to people about their budget spending. I think they are trying to make these games on the cheap, but make people think that they're not trying to make them on the cheap, which is why, again, during the Xbox One era, the first five games they released from their studios look like mobile games. Like the Dead Rising game looked terrible. Crimson Dragon looked like a mobile game with freaking loot boxes in it. Uh, Rise Son of Rome looked really good but had loot boxes all over the place. Like, I think their entire idea is if we can trick people into thinking our games are not mobile crap by making AAA game like mid-level AAA games filled with mobile crap, we'll make a ton of money. That's my concern, that they want to just games as a service on everything they make. 
and well, I don't yeah. want games as a service. That is shit. And that's not if Sony was doing the same thing, I'd be like, I'm done playing Sony games because I don't want games as a service. Period. Well, yeah, no, and but cloud gaming is becoming a thing. That's a that's well, I'm not talking about cloud gaming. If you're talking about streaming, that's fine. When I say games as a service, I mean like the next Halo having the multiplayer mode, having loot crates that you have to buy to get like cosmetic changes in the way your guy looks. Oh no, no, I don't want that as a service. I want like, for instance, like. I would say the best example is uh, Rainbow Six Siege and like GTA Five for games as a service where well, that a game, and, uh, uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Skies. Um, those are kind of those are really good examples of games as a service because they're been around for more than a few years and all they do is just push out constant updates. Um, they well, don't. I add... wouldn't. Use, I wouldn't use GTA because they push out constant up play, upgrades, but they're also ripping people off with shot cards and shit. Like, well, they're, they're not they're, though. They're, at the same time, no, dude. There's been an update for Grand Theft Auto every single week. Well, up until COVID hit, we got all new, brand new cars, brand new. Dude, I, I can't even tell you what my garage looks like now. Now, granted, I have a hacked account, but whatever. We're not going to go there. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I've got billions. That shit online. looks great. Billions granted, billions. I cheated to get it, but it looks great. Um, and that's the thing. They they don't they have updates up the wazoo weekly. Literally weekly. There's a new car drop every week. Um there's a whole bunch of new modifications every single week. And, yeah, but and don't you have to buy those cars? No. It's well, yeah, you gotta buy it in game, yes. Yes, you gotta save the money and buy it you in can, game. But you can earn that money that's, in the game. That's with that's where the loop goes. That's where the shark cards are. You don't need the shark cards, you can gain You don't even need them anymore, missions. dude. So um my buddy and myself, we did a couple of heists duo. And we ended up with millions and millions and millions of dollars. Like money was nothing. It was not even an object anymore. Yeah. And that's here's the thing. Even if they're doing that right, 90% don't do it right. No, I know. And that's true. Like I would love to see, like, I love the, the, if Call of Duty is going back to the black ops, like the original black ops kind of storyline, that's really cool. But I would prefer if they skipped like two years like two or three years and just focus on modern warfare and keep on doing updates for the next two years. Yeah, that would be fine. That would be fine. That would be fine. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll, I buy the season pass for destiny every single year or Mm -hmm. every time there's a new season. I just bought the season pass for rocket league because I like, I like that stuff. And, and I'm also not going to be afraid to admit that when I used to play overwatch, when I was addicted to overwatch, I bought a bunch of loot boxes because I wanted the cool skins. I did because I like it. Skins win. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's I just... like skins too. I don't like the idea of having to pay for every single goddamn thing in the game after paying for the game. If it's free, it's a different story. But you buy the game and then you have to pay for ninety five percent of the stuff that after, like Call of Duty, it's right. just disgusting. It, it's I don't know. I, I think that uh, Microsoft's battle plan, I, in my opinion, now I very well could be wrong, but. Judging by what I've been reading and the things that I know from particular people, um, the new Xbox is going to be more like the Xbox likes the computer kind of thing. It's going to be incredibly close related to your home PC. I don't know exactly know how. I know from my understanding is the uh, actually I think that's what you guys just posted, right? With the Verge, um, yeah. Basically, you can take your season pass or your game pass, or whatever. You can play on both Windows PC and the new xbox so in reality they're not i honestly think microsoft's going to do really well this time as crazy as it sounds well the other side of that is though 
most people do not use literally 90% of the market don't use windows store for anything. Right. So they would have to make sure all their games end up on steam. And then at that point, they're just another game publisher, which I'd be fine with. Uh, go ahead, make your games. My problem was always the worry that Microsoft would become the, the, the console games because when Microsoft is the game, the place to play only games, the only place you can get them on consoles, you can expect an EA level of like shit storm yep. trash being dumped on you. Like when I, I, I hate the people act like uh, you need competition. Not every company does. Cause I remember a time when Sony's PS2 was completely pissing over everyone else. And I was still getting great games nonstop on that thing. Nintendo at a time, super Nintendo was embarrassing Sega and there wasn't much competition there and they were still making great games. It only seems to happen when you get these big game companies like EA, Bethesda, Microsoft, where the competition is invisible. Like, like Activision, Call of Duty is the only shooter. There's other games no one cares. Call of Duty is the only shooter. Look what we get. The same goddamn game every year with a different storyline. Hmm. No, it's very true. That's no. very valid, yeah. So the rebuttal with this, though, I want to because I've watched those same videos of J2 Sense because obviously I'm a super AMD guy. And AMD has been pairing to kind of like show this new technology for a while. Um, and it's got a good point. But to I would like to rebuttal from Tech Geek on this, like, why would all the big CEOs from Xbox, like, if they were going to talk so much stuff, like, to show this off and know they couldn't show the technology, why not just delay the conference and go, wow, we're going to be called out on this? And that's the thing that I can't put my damn head around, man. I don't know. I, I don't understand because even AMD is really hush hush about yeah, this flipping big navy thing. We know what it's capable of. Look mm -hmm. what look what AMD has done. Dude, I am going to be the first. And I, I'm never afraid to admit when I'm wrong. I am never, ever afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Yes, I've got a 9900K in my computer right now. I love my i9. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what if I got the Ryzen? Like the new Horizon? What What would my... I, I, I don't know. And I will admit, AMD has been kicking ass and taking names. And I am very happy to see that because it's cool to know that Team Blue isn't the only thing around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can I can tell you why their execs have been talking all that shit. Microsoft has a problem in its core group of executives and people that are on Twitter, some of the people that work for the development for the studios, and that is they listen to their fanboys and not their fans. So their fanboys have been screaming 12 teraflops for a year since they announced that. So in their mind, they think they are dominating already. So they get on there and run their mouth because they think they've got this. It's like an echo chamber. They think they've got the entire thing locked down. And as soon as they show Halo, everybody's going to have their mind blown because in their own little world, like in Aaron Greenberg's own little world, he's king shit and Microsoft is the king of gaming because they listen to their fanboys who are screaming to you, you're the king, you can do nothing wrong, which is another reason why their goddamn ecosystem is in such terrible shape when it comes to games. Because their own fans do not stand up and say, what is this shit? Ever. Halo's the first time I've heard their fans get up and go, what are you doing? Mm. It's been a long freaking time. Now, I'm just talking about console power in general. I yeah, am not. Yeah, I, I, I don't give I'm a saying. shit about the games. I don't care about exclusives. I personally don't care. I, I don't. I don't give a crap. You are 100% right. The console power is there. I'm just saying that I think that that's all they heard was, oh, we got the power and our fans are happy about and that. That's and that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, they're just in a bubble. They don't understand 
that they have to show to I'm, everyone else. I'm almost wondering, okay, so it was a long time ago where um, Ashley Simpson did a concert on Conan O'Brien or something. SNL. Any, SNL. Anyway. The, the lip break singing. Correct. <laughs> Completely <laughs> fucked up. Played the wrong track. She looked it's embarrassed, albeit... Like, yeah, it skipped, albeit she she was super hot. I don't whatever. That doesn't make a difference. The point is she fucked up. Now I'm wondering if something like this had happened. I, I don't believe it. I really don't, but I've seen shit happen. I have seen some really, really big flubs, especially in the in what I do for work and things that I have seen personally. Um I almost wonder if something wasn't played properly or they played something they shouldn't have. Like, I don't know. All and that not, could be possible, you know. And I just wish could. they would admit something. But if they're trying to hide the big Navi, because if I'm not, I, dude, what I'm thinking, you want to really know my personal opinion, is they're under some sort of scrutiny or under like a shotgun blast to the head from AMD because Xbox it has their big Navi. They we know they have it. Other systems don't have it. And I'm wondering if they're like, hey, if you if you say anything, guess what? You got to put your system back on the drawing board because. You can't use it. Like an NDA type thing? And that's what I'm afraid of, yes. I feel like they should have delayed then. on showing it, too. They would have held back on showing that Halo footage. And that, Exactly, and that's like, another thing. Correct. Yeah. Like, what was that, John? Even if they, it doesn't matter what they have. It doesn't matter what the tech is. They have bungled what they needed to do because they have ran their mouth. They should have been humble and careful, yep. and they would have came off better. Like, we're up against Sony. We know what we're up against. We're going to give it our best shot. Not... Yeah, we're not worried about Sony because they're not. They're like, well, we're not competing with Sony anymore, dude. Your game, yes, you are. Even if you don't want to admit it, yes, you are. If you sell five thousand Xbox Series X and that's it, and everything else is on the PC, you've just lost out on a market, whether you like it or not. You're up against Sony, whether you want to agree to it or not. You're mm-hmm. pretending that you're not going to count your console sales because you're you're not. In. They're like, well, I remember one of the things they said a while back was. Google and Apple are now our main competitors. We're not focusing on Sony. Really? No, but yeah, no, it's true. But I personally think, like, my theory on what happened because I think Phil Spencer and what's his name, the guy you just mentioned, Jerm. Um, uh, I think they were Greenberg, yeah, were actually true to what they were saying. Um, but they, I think these are kind of guys that, like, especially all big corporations, one of the biggest problems is communication. In a lot of these companies. Um, and I guarantee probably a good portion of what happened was a lot of these guys, these bigger up, think they know what they're supposed to be showing. They know what the technology, because these guys are the CEOs. They've seen it already. Um, and Dame D, I'm sure, has a disclosure. Listen, you can't say anything. I don't think they would pull their technology, but AMD would sue them and probably put them in bankruptcy. I, I honestly um, think that they, no, just don't, they don't think this, this shit. No, no, they, this would happen. in a bubble. No, this would happen. So after he ran his mouth, because he already saw it, probably whatever. And he didn't probably pay attention to what was actually going to be shown at the presentation. He thought they were probably going to show what he already saw. And then they go and show it. And the company that's preparing the presentation shows something different from what he saw during like their closed door session. I think and, they're just underestimating their fans and the people they're playing against. You know I mean, and then he's completely taken off guard and going, Oh, what the, cause he just okay. assumed he just assumed that they were, no, because before, because after the trailer got done being premiering, he went on Twitter and ran his mouth, and then noticed all the negative feedback. 
Like he got on Twitter after they showed the trailer and he was like, impressive, huh? And people were like, no, it's dog shit. Because he probably was like, wait a minute. I guarantee he's one of those fucking assholes that doesn't even pay attention and then gets notified by his assistant, oh, the presentation just ran. He didn't even watch it, probably. Yeah, yeah, like I said, he lives in a bubble. They're in a bubble. They think they got their shit on lockdown and they're not paying attention to, again, they're not paying attention to Sony or Nintendo because they're no longer their competitors. And you know what? they're miles away laughing at you. I got just got thinking too. Um, I'm almost wondering, and if I'm wrong, I'll buy all of you guys dinner after this whole COVID thing's over. Wherever <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. want to go, whatever you guys want, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm almost wondering that after this Xbox releases, if we're going to get a drop for a new Windows, a new operating system. I got really got thinking because what's weird is that they're the new um, Xbox supposedly has its own OS, its own complete kind of version of windows well i heard it i heard it was going to be the same interface as xbox one i really God, i hope yeah. not that thing is terrible but my I, lo- is, I like that interface you, you keep i love saying that interface. amd's big navi thing why won't sony's have that because it doesn't sony it has, has a something uh something yeah it is it's an amd yeah. it is amd architecture but it's not big navi oh that's interesting like, no, it's 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 like oh, what the hell is their top of the line card now? Um, the Vega. Yeah, it, it's ve- thank you, Vega. It's a Vega platform. Thank you. And what is Big it, Navi the next or Navi? Oh, the next dude, one? Sony, Sony's entire thing is they're going hard on this streaming assets directly off the hard drive thing. That's their huge thing that they're going hard on. I'm still. I've been stuff. trying to pick that apart since you guys have talked about that, and and none of it makes sense. Like even mathematically, none of that makes sense. But it, it's it's just. They do. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something where they're going to be able to transfer stuff off the hard drive so fast that it's as fast or faster than trying to load up the RAM, so they can do it on the fly while you're playing. Which what's means- well, yeah, which makes sense. It's an NVMe hard drive in reality is faster than your RAM. But basically, mm. basically, what it comes down to, from what they've explained and what Cerny explained, is that they can use way more space for stuff like textures and all this other shit right. because it's so fast they don't have to wait for it to load anymore so okay so i brought up i would say so this is a whole other conversation i had someone else so i've studied that technology inside and out i'm still trying to wrap my head around it Same. now one of, one of the big problems that i have noticed with it because i've had a few ssds die in the past right from power surges mm-hmm. okay so the uh, ssd dies for the most part those memory chips on the board pretty much freeze um, with corrupted data and they can't be accessed. Correct. So now I am wondering how viable those chips are to damage because it's going to happen. People are going to have power surge at their house. The power is going to be cut off to the PlayStation. Now I, I would say they, I would say they must know that must know of that and must have a, they must be using like premium chips, like Evo yeah, chips or series chip. X chips from, they got to be using Samsung or, chips or, or, super, sure. or some pretty big capacitors in there to hold charges for a certain amount of time. That would be the allow, other thing to allow the SDD SD. Yeah. SD discharge in time without corrupting the data. But, I don't know, that's, that's true. One. You know, that's true because some pretty heavy duty um, Japanese black capacitors would would yeah, do which the is, trick for that. The, the, like, which is actually what's in my new power supply. But that would require remember, so though, much cooling, that, though. The yes. thing to remember, though, is that none of the tech really matters because it's all about perception and public ex- like accept- acceptance when it comes out. 
and, and I don't right. care how much of a fanboy people think I am. I honestly believe that after this Halo showing, this thing is going to get buried this holiday season. I am expecting it to get buried badly. Maybe not in America, but worldwide. You're going to see by the end of next year the same 2 million, 3 million gap that was when the PS4 dropped. All the signs are pointing to an, ex- an insane amount of excitement for the PS4 and almost no one. That do you know that that tr- that um the first one they the first conference they did not the one with the Halo one that one's got millions because people are watching it to laugh at it, but the first reveal they did took three months to break a million views. Oh wow! Think hmm. about that. That means they don't even have a million hardcore fans on their system waiting to see the reveal of their system. Sony's was at ten million in the first two days. That says hmm. a like people think like. Oh, that it's just numbers off of like Twitter and all that. That makes a lot of difference. Like when you're trying to share what's coming out on your council this week on Twitter and you get like four retweets and the other company gets 400 million retweets, you've got an issue. Yeah. But then it comes back down to what I originally said with this article is do they actually even care about the council war and they're just in it to, Oh, here's our council. You can buy that if you want, but our games aren't everything. Yeah. but, But it's public perception, Nate. Let's say the council bombs hard and no one buys it. Mm-hmm. Then people on PC are going to clown on it and people are going to ignore the Xbox store. They're not going to listen. That's what, think about Gears of War. Gears of War sold, the new Gears of War sold 4 million copies. That mm. game is goddamn good. That should be a 10 million seller. That thing's on PC and on the Xbox, barely sold a million on the computer because people have been clowning on Microsoft's exclusives for so long that even when a good one comes out, People on the PC ignore it too. That's well, that's because like that, the perception is what's going to kill them because they need to be on, on. because they need to be on something like Steam, not the Windows Store. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the, what's going to harm them if they stay on the Windows Store. Yeah, they they have a chance if they get on Steam because they've had two games that that have done pretty well on Steam. Yeah, very mind well, you, yeah. both those games were underpriced. They're like twenty, thirty dollars games. But I'm saying like. If the public perception is they got their asses kicked completely at the start of this gen, it's going to be real hard to get even PC players touching your stuff. Yeah, but and that's going to hurt your overall Game Pass thing. And Game Pass is already going to struggle because this third parties are not putting their games on that thing day one. Past like the middle ground people, like the people who medium, yeah, they'll do it. They're the medium. No one buys their games. No one even know who they are. You're not going to see. You're not going to see Activision, SquareSoft, um, EA. Bethesda, um, Triace, Falcom. There's a bunch of companies you're never going to see on there at day one because they'll make more money selling their game in the store first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's true. And that's going to hurt their lineup on that thing in the but next gen. My point is how powerful Steam is. Like recently, everybody doesn't know. Yeah. Like Origin went and put pretty much most all their games on Steam as well, yep. even though they have their own platform because – and they got like – a couple million new users. It was crazy in the first day. It's how powerful Steam is. Yeah. And you yeah. have to have your games on there. I, I am in no Game way saying God. that Microsoft's gaming division's in trouble. They'll make it out and they'll be making money off of this stuff. I just think anybody who thinks Microsoft is going to be a console player within this gen or even next gen, I got news for you, dude. This is the last gen Microsoft puts a console out because they're going to make money off of everything else, and they're probably going to make deals with Nintendo and Sony to put their shit on their systems. And the thing is, you're not wrong about that because my understanding is I think it fell through, but they were originally partnering up with Nintendo to get the Xbox Game Pass on the Switch. 
Yes, they were. Yeah. They were. They fell that, through because they, 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 I told you, they got cocky. They think they can compete this gen. And I think but, after this gen, they're going to be like, all right, you know what? Let's just make a ton of money by releasing our games on everything. Get Game Pass on everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they'll do. Because I don't care how fanboy it sounds. They're not, they're not competing in hardware this gen. I bet the, I bet the Switch buries them this holiday. Um, in sales, I think, and personally, I've looked at the specs. I think it's going to be a super powerful system. Oh, um, without a doubt. It's going to be a super powerful system. But yeah. will they get the sales? Well, we'll have to see. That's the thing. Like, and that, that's just it. What, when what um, Grim said is 100% true. Like, yeah, yeah, that the new Xbox is absolutely going to blow the PlayStation out of the water, graphically speaking, without even no questions asked. Just hardware specs alone. But well, yeah, like without anybody to back it up, without it, yeah, without anybody to back it up, what the hell does it matter? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter like, how powerful it is if they like three four three make games on it. Well, no, and I said the best example for that is the Switch and the Wii. Both have come out with competitors that had superior graphics and stomped them into the ground. No, yep. uh, what? Say that uh, again. We're not gonna. Like, we're not gonna. No, no. Like no. the switch Nate, is completely killed in council. Like no, Nate's, like, Nate's living in a delusion. No, the switch is. Yes, the switch is selling sales, extremely man. well, but it's well, the sales. It's tracking, yes, but the graphics aren't better. Hold it. No, no, it's, but that's the point. The graphics aren't there, but they still dominate the market. They're oh, not dominating the market. Well, not, Stop. But... They are on trajectory to sell around the same amount as the PS4. That means they're not dominating the market. You, what you're doing. This is exactly what I mean when I say crazy fanboy shit, Nate. You are literally taking a console that came out three years into the life cycle of another one and going, look, it's selling more per month. The PlayStation 4 is at saturation, dude. They hit 90 million like last month, last week. That's why the sales of that system have started to decline. The Switch is going to hit up to 90 million and start to decline too, and they're both going to level out. No, but I'm not, no, 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 but I'm, that's not what I'm not. That wasn't that's exactly, my point. No, what you're, what no, you're that, trying to do, was, you're no, comparing I was, one aspect. I was, comparing, I was comparing the Switch first year to the PS4 first year. It, that not, wasn't even a dominant, dude. They're so close you couldn't call it domination. They're literally close enough that you could say, well, price is probably what's doing that because it's $100 cheaper. The first mm. year of both them systems are freaking close, dude. I hear you typing. I'm gonna look this shit up too because I don't trust you. <laughs> um, somebody's a finger pecker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The old, the uh, old style. Oh, Let's see. Um, went into onto 7.5 million units in its first two quarters. Let's check Switch. 13.56 million consoles worldwide. That's a year, dude. This was first two quarters. Oh, you're doing quarter. I was doing by year. Well, I typed in year, but I got the two quarters for the Sony one when I typed it in. Oh. For some odd reason. But if you're saying 14 million uh, in, in one year, I would expect that's probably how much Sony did. Yeah, I think I 7. think 7.5 like... in the first two quarters, double that, that's 15 million in one year. That's 14. That's about the same. Yeah, that's my point. So you can't say they're dominating the market. The reality but, is if it's okay. that close and it's $100 cheaper... They're doing okay, but they're not dominant. Yeah, but to compete, so the point was graphics didn't matter. They came no, out the with graphics that. Graphics don't matter at all. Um, you mean so that don't? You mean you have to have yeah. the, de the developers are what matters? Games. When it comes out. 
and fan base and support and trust too. Trust, yeah, trust. People trust Nintendo to make good games, even when they had shitty systems. The Wii's a shitty system, dude. Had some pretty good games. The Wii U, shitty system, pretty good freaking games. Even when well, they had shitty the, systems, no, they had the, good games. The Wii U had some decent games, but they only had a handful of titles. Like they gave up on that so fast. Yeah. But my my point being is that the fans go. If I buy this next system, I'm probably going to get 10 good games out of it, even if it fails. Hmm. And that may not seem like a lot to people, but that keeps people loyal because you're getting good games from the people that make the system. You know they're going to give you the support for the games. Yeah, but all Nintendo has to do is go, we're going to have a Mario and a Zelda coming out. Okay, I'll buy the system. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that's, that's all I have to do. That's how all. it is. Dude, that's how that's it is now. Sony's on its way to do that. I'll admit, they Sony's never had the, the, the mascot. But Sony's got their own mascot now, and it's called Naughty Dog. So um, <laughs> I'm reading here that in in Nintendo, the Switch's first year, they sold more than PlayStation 4 and Xbox did in their first year. Yeah, I would expect it came out a little bit more, but I don't think it was, as Nate put it, dominating. Yeah. It was, the fact, it was well, probably a million more at most. The big factors to the Switch, it was, it was cheaper, and the fact that you could play yeah. it portably or mm -hmm. on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then, obviously, I'm not sure what the Wii sales were compared to what? Not good. Again, cheaper system and... Not like the Wii U. No, the Wii. No, the Wii. The Wii, like, dominated. Uh, yeah, but the Wii was cheaper and got, it was a gimmick that, you know, for old people. For old people. No, I'm serious. Uh, the gimmick sold that system to people who don't play games. It sold that system to, like, Bobby. Bobby's wife bought that system. She doesn't play video games. She bought it for her kid. You know, <laughs> like it, it, it did that gimmick sold that system. The yeah. Wii is but, the sixth best selling game console. Yeah. Oh, wow. But also that also taught Nintendo a, a, a valuable lesson. You can get your um, you can get your casuals all you want, but casuals never stay. Right. You lose them just as quickly as you get them. And that showed in their software sales because it got to the point where their software sales were goddamn terrible on that thing. Mm. And that's just how that's how it works when you go for nothing but casuals. You you tend to lose out on other stuff. So is, we're gonna is, move is, on. Is there a way, real quick? Is there a, like you know how they uh, change the way the money works for like what do they call it? Where like in in the seventies, ten dollars was worth like fifty. In the conversion cost, yeah. Yeah. Is it? They, yeah. The, the, is there a way? You're... Is there there's an inflation there. Yes, there's inflation, inflation online. There is, you can go. Shut the hell up! Is there... <laughs> Jesus Christ! There, I'm there not is talking one. about money. I'm not fucking talking about money. I'm talking about oh. is there a way to do do inflation based on how many consoles? Because like the Atari 5200 only did one million sales. It, However, yeah, it's back then nobody like was buying size. stuff like that. Right? Yeah, you mean like market size? Yeah, yeah. Like the market has grown significantly for for gaming which has then grown the sales of consoles significantly well you gotta think different too the market grew later in north america than it did japan japan it started off real early and never stopped but anyway and we gotta cut it because i gotta go i got because like the super nintendo did 49.1 million but that was yeah. in 1990 so you know what would that be today the, probably two million i mean tw uh, 200 million yeah. the, the super nintendo was a, an animal and the regular nintendo was an animal yeah. yeah, they completely 
dominated the market beyond dominate. Like they were just like, and I would say the biggest winner would probably be a PS2 was the biggest. Like they fucking killed it. PS2 <laughs> is the number technically one. They were the market in the eighties. Yeah. Like there was no one else out yeah, there yeah, in the late eighties yeah. except for like I didn't even know about the genesis of what do you call it, the Mega Drive. Until the Super Nintendo came out, I had never heard yeah, of it. That's I never heard of it. A smaller market Sega had. I never heard about the Master System. I never heard about. I never heard of the Master System. The Master System was the best. Dude, oh, no. the top side five. note, man. Yep. I got a gift from a, from a cousin in 1992, which was the greatest gift of all time. It was a Master System with only one game. That game was Fantasy Star One. So we played Fantasy Star game Two over. and all these other games. Oh. But is the top selling system PS2, like I said? PlayStation yeah. 2, Nintendo oh, DS, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, PlayStation 4, yep. and PlayStation are the top five. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's what I thought. PlayStation that's, basically, that's basically how you know Microsoft's. They're fine. They're okay, fine. everybody. We're going to move on to technology. And before we get into that, I'd like to thank everybody joining our podcast, whether you're a new listener, constant listener, whether you're on iTunes or any Android app or just listen to it on your PC. Um, member. To really support this channel, you can just go over, if you're on iTunes, give us a rating. Let us know what you think of the podcast. And if you're on Android or any other app or wherever you are, you can share the podcast app. On any of those podcast apps, there's a share function, usually in the bottom corner, left-hand corner. And you can share the podcast app and be like, hey, I checked this podcast out. It was pretty good. It was pretty insightful. I learned some new things. I learned that uh, the Council War is uh, still brewing. So, yeah. I learned that water was wet. Yes, and water was wet. <laughs> what? So go check. <laughs> so go share it out. And remember, if you want to check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash get tech. Go check out all our videos up there. We don't have any new ones right now, but soon enough. And I'm sure I don't need to tell you the reason why we don't have any new videos up yet. What? But you can support <laughs> us and by checking those out and like, comment, and subscribe. We thank all the new subscribers because we've had a bunch of new subscribers. So, six, six guys, you guys keep on coming. Come check out the channel. There will be new content before you know it. And we appreciate the people saying, like, wow, you guys are underrated. Well, yeah, and the field pointing out, like, we had one guy point out, wow, I was about to buy this product, and I just watched your video. I'm not buying it now. <laughs> that was like, okay, cool. Yeah. We made <laughs> um, an impact. Woo! Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, go check it out. Go check out our YouTube. And obviously, thank you guys for listening. We're going to move on to technology. So what the heck is it? But anybody checked out anything good this week? I'm going to get into some things that I did. But yeah, because obviously movie theaters are not open, but we have some wonderful golden age of TV going on. I watched Scoobs. So oh, Jesus Christ. It was okay. Uh, there was no mystery. So it kind of disappointed me, like because like all Scooby Doo is about you know the mystery. You oh, know? Of course, there was no mystery, yeah, but but it did bring classic a classic character into back into like reality, and that's uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Nice, because I was like, watch, I'm like Dick Dastardly. That sounds so familiar, and I looked it up. I'm like, oh, that's right, and they were in that 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 race show, too. Yep. So I was like, that was cool, but yeah, there was no mystery. So I was like, it kind of meh. It was okay. Mm. Yeah. And then I watched this <laughs> other weird movie with the, like, because, you know, I was watching with Talia, and it was like, 
these these kids uh, had parents, but the pa every, the parents didn't pay attention to them at all. It was like a cartoon thing, and they all had like wool hair, so they would always cut their hair and make knit with them. Mm. And and then they said they told the parents, "Oh, you should go on a vacation." So the parents went on vacation to like dangerous places, and the kids were like, "Yay, we're orphans! So now we can get adopted by real people, like nice people." Oh, wow! It, like it's a really dark when you think about That's it. That's deep. Yeah. So because they wanted to be orphans, so they could have a real life, because the parents treated them like crap. They didn't give them any attention. They like and like all they did was like just sit together in front of the fire and go, "I just want to do this." And like when the they get mad at the kids, I can't knit. It, it was weird. And then, like, they ended up trying to save the family because they were like, well, maybe if we do this, we'll do something will happen. And they were like, oh, well, at least we have them. So they went to save them because they were in the middle of like, the Arctic and they saved them. And then the parents left the kids and jumped in their balloon and took off. And then they got then they got something happened where it exploded or whatever. But they ended up getting what stuck in the, the they, ended up, they ended up getting stuck in the middle of the ocean and eaten by like a great white shark or something. <laughs> uh, it was a very weird freaking movie. Uh, it, it, it was very strange, uh, and it's a kids movie. I watched Dora the Explorer. That was actually a pretty phenomenal <laughs> movie. The movie, uh, the movie was great, dude. It was really, really good. Like the kids wanted to watch it, and um, we all sat down and watched. And I'm like, holy crap, this movie's fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. But um, and I learned that HDMI cables matter. Oh, they absolutely one hundred percent matter. I ended up um, was playing around with my TV settings. I'm like, this just doesn't look right for being 4K HDR. Blah blah blah, derka derka. And yeah, upgraded the HDMI cables, and it's like a night and day difference. It's yeah, it incredible. Yeah, they yeah. Well, yeah, well, the, with uh, 4K, you gotta get the. It's like supposed to be like a one point something. Yeah, so the, well, no, that's the, that's the output of the that's the output. The HDMI cable at the Apple TV, and now I have a 4K Apple TV. I have the top of the line Apple TV. Yeah, the HDMI cable I give you is garbage. <laughs> I ended up getting um, no, oh, I don't remember who makes it's an Amazon. It's Amazon Basics actually. Hmm. It was like it's oh, only like yeah. fifty bucks, I think, for the five footer for the six footer. But fifty dollars. Yeah. Jeez. But it, well, it supports the AK because um, uh, next February or March I'm gonna buy an AK TV, and um, don't yeah, worry, dude, they won't be able to tell the it. difference. Nope. <laughs> Too anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's it for me. How about you, Nate? Okay, so like I said, I pointed out before, Perry Mason's a really good show. Definitely go check it out. Um, and it's weird. There's one show like. We're in a really golden age of TV. This show, as Tom saying about it earlier this week, the show Manifest has absolutely a great idea. Um, and I love where, like, how the storyline's going. It's just, it's almost like the writer's like, okay, let's get instant gratification. Let's, okay, let's do this, 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 this. Um, and the hacking obviously drove me up a wall because it's like, did, did, oh, I got the files. Okay, did it. Here we go. Like, no, it's not that easy, especially you're trying to hack into a super high tech company, they're going to have security. <laughs> but sure whatever uh uh it's a really great it's a fairly decent show definitely go check it out i'm gonna definitely give it a chance i really like the storyline i hope it gets i hope it goes somewhere pretty awesome but we'll see but i do have to say because we're gonna talk about movie theaters at the end of this portion of the podcast um and i went to a drive-in on friday to go see rise of skywalker 
and it was really fun. It was actually completely sold out. Um, and I actually got, it was weird because we pulled up and we were in the front row. We got there almost, I think like two hours early, something like that. It was almost two hours early. Um, and it was, I was surprised to see how many people that were actually already there. I was like, holy crap, there was a lot of people. Um, and got pulled up like right in the front row. And there was the local radio station was there broadcasting. And we have our baby Yoda in like the friggin' front of the friggin' uh, front of my SUV on top of the friggin' thing. Um, yeah. And the, the guy, the radio announced one of the guys immediately noticed it and walked right up to my car. I was like, hey, you want to be on the radio? Talk about Star Wars? I was like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> That's really um, cool. So, yeah, obviously. So I was on the local radio station. Um, and I plugged this podcast, so which is pretty. I cool. was waiting for that. <laughs> I was just gonna so, ask you if you did so, that. So that weird movie is called The Willow Bees, and I forgot to say when they got in trouble, it's a Netflix movie. When they got in trouble, they would get thrown into a, like a dungeon. Mm. Um, and it, it it there's a lot of like famous people in it too, like Will Forte, uh, Maya Rudolph, Terry Crews, Martin Short, Ricky really? Gervais, Ricky Gervais was oh, the geez. voice of the cat. That like. It was the weirdest movie, though, I'm telling you. It just sounds so depressing. It, like, It was weird. But check it out. The Willoughby's. It's okay. rated PG for uh, kids wanting to kill their parents and become uh, orphans. Uh, apparently. Yeah, that's that's no. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. It was, it was weird. But I'll have more on the drive-in when we get to the end topic. So uh, last topic, I'll have more information um, I'll reveal what I think anyway, <laughs> but let's get into this first topic, um, which is a follow-up to last week because we talked about the Galaxy Note 20. Um, so the Ultra, so I guess there's some really cool features, Mazinga. Uh, so what'd you find out about it? So well, it's a feature. So basically, remember a couple weeks ago I was talking about Dex, yeah, and how I could just plug it in through USB now, yeah, and it works fine through the computer. It was kind of impressive. Well, now with the Note 20, you can wirelessly stream it to your TV if your TV has supports mirroring or mirror, oh. or Miracast. Okay. Really? Yeah, because my Samsung has Miracast. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. I'm going to see if uh, I, I'm trying to find out if my TV do it because the guy did it on a, uh, a Roku uh, TCL, a TCL Roku TV. That's what I have. Yeah. So he was able to do that. And it literally just wirelessly streams the decks right to it, which is really cool. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, And the guy's like, some sometimes websites freeze. They just don't want to play the video. But uh, this guy's like using a PlayStation 3 controller to play some racing game on it. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, because you can use. Yeah, obviously yeah. you can Bluetooth in. But. It gives the deck seal menu with the, you know, like it's like a Chromecast or something, you know? Right. He's play, playing Asphalt, actually, which is a pretty good game. That and uh, Fortnite and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's really neat. Like if, say, say you had didn't want to go and use log into Netflix, you could just do it with the phone and use it like a computer. That's pretty cool. It's cool. I, just, I don't know if I'd use it that often, but it is there. That's what I like with the think... Apple TV so much. It works so well with my iPhone. It's super, super seamless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used I used to have uh, Apple TV, but I uh, gave it to the landlord kid. But, yeah, it's that's pretty cool. 
I want the phone. <laughs> it's just super expensive. Like I now I'm switching to Google Fi um in a month. And I literally have to buy all the phones outright. There are no payment plans. Uh, so I'll have to come up with, it's like 1600 and something dollars. Yeah, but you could use your phones. Yeah. We already went over that. But you, I want a new phone. Precisely. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, I, I, I'm just, I just want to see how much I can get for a trade-in. Like yeah. If I trade my phone in, if I can get like $300, I'll be, I, I'll be happy. You know, I'll be, okay, fine. The phone cost me a thousand bucks. I just don't want to pay like fourteen hundred or whatever it is, 12, right? Twelve ninety nine or whatever. But uh, I've had this phone for two years. That's fair. Yeah, I'm almost done <laughs> two years on mine. It's so, the longest I've ever had a phone for. It's crazy. <laughs> I think the longest I had was uh, the Note three or the Axon seven. Damn. And that phone is heavy as hell compared to the the Note, and the Note is bigger. It's unreal. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah. So that leads into this next uh, topic, which is the I guess uh, the merge of Android plus Windows could be just what a dual screen device needs. Now, why? I don't. I think that'd be sweet, man. It's funny because oh. it looks like like a messed up iPad. It does. It, it's actually identical to an iPad, really. Like yeah, it looks like two glued together or something. Yeah, two iPad minis. It's just. Yeah. I don't like I don't the know. gap. I, I don't like the gap in the middle. But you can use it like a laptop where it has like a keyboard on one oh, side. Oh yeah. But I don't know. It's it's like the new sidekick. Yeah. You know what? You are absolutely holy crap, that's mind blowing. But yeah, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And it's but got an interesting stylus. It looks like it just seems small. Like Oh man, it doesn't seem all that big. I see. Mm. I'm trying to find. Uh... It actually looks like a DS. It, if you look, oh at my god! Yeah, yeah, if you look at the yeah, person yeah, yeah. holding it in their hand, it looks like a DS. I just got to the bottom picture. It looks <laughs> just like a DS. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like. A... Oh. Oh yeah, it's like a DS XL. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably <laughs> like six inch screens or something like that. that yeah. Basically, our phones. That's a note. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, two, yeah, two of them. With a hinge. With a hinge. I mean, it's going to be expensive, I bet. Oh, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I think it's $1,400. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Man, like, I'm still using my iPad Air 2, and that thing's chugging along like a boss, and it's cracked and it's bent, literally. I mean, I'm not even making it up. It really is bent. Um, and it's still chugging along, but I really want to get an iPad Pro. I, I want yeah. to get one. I, I I had to retire my iPad 3 because yeah. Amy sat on it by accident and uh, cracked the screen. There was no scratches on that screen ever. But the thing was getting slow as balls anyway. Yeah. So I ended up getting one for like 250 bucks on for Black Friday, which is a steal. That's so cheap. When well, the you, iPad minis, huh? Yeah, an Air 2. No, I just have the new iPad. Oh, gotcha. Like the iPad 7 or something like that. But, like, yeah. the mini is more expensive than the iPad. It makes no sense uh-huh. to me. But uh, probably because of the, the screen size is hard to make. Yeah. But, um, no, it works great. I like the iPad. Um, But uh, 
one of our one of our friends Jeff bought a, a Note Eight, uh, because he's an artist and the stylus he has for his older iPad lags a lot. He's better. He's better off to buy a new iPad, but yeah. instead he bought he liked my phone, so he bought a Note Eight. I have a Note Nine, and he just but he got it DOA. That sucks. And he couldn't get a hold of the seller on eBay. Yeah, but you can contact I eBay. I know. I don't know what he ended up bringing it to a shop and having the battery replaced. I guess. Oh, okay. But for some That's reason, easy. the wireless charging won't work. I'm not sure. He hasn't responded yet. But uh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that sucks. I tried. He brought it over. I'm sitting there, picking at it. Nothing. It wouldn't do anything. The only thing it would do is like vibrate when I held down the power buttons. It wouldn't even do a bling when I plugged it in. Like nothing. So I'm sitting there holding it, and the only thing, the, the biggest thing I could do was it would flash no date, no date, no date, on and off, on and off, on and off. I'm like, Jesus, this thing's dead. <laughs> it was really weird. What about, did you try do it, Did you try putting it in the fast boot and see what happens? I couldn't even get it on, dude. I was holding no, every no. button. Mm, huh. There was no fast boot. There was no slow boot. There was no boot. When, when screen no turn on. <laughs> well, no, but like it's I different, had, but. It's different button combinations for every uh, device. It's, 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 it's power, volume up, or volume, volume down, yeah. volume down. Yeah. And yeah. it did nothing. It, it did buzz, like when I first did the volume up. It, it went zzz, like like it was going to turn on and then nothing. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this thing's like dead. Because hmm. I, what I thought it was was the uh, the charger that they gave him was uh, – what, what are the new chargers, like 2.1 amps or something like that? Yeah, yeah. This one was. I thought it was like a two, or a or a one or whatever, because it's small. It was really small, but it said it was a two point or whatever. I'm like, that's odd. It's very small to be that. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it was just I don't know. It was sketchy. And hmm. the website he bought it from, it didn't show the picture of the phone. It just, it was a, just a stock photo. Stock. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't order stock photo stuff. Hmm. So yep. Lesson learned. Yeah, but I would guess the charging, either the person that he brought it to to replace the battery, to replace for the wireless charging coil, because you can damage that fairly easy, yeah. um, could have damaged it or it was damaged beforehand. Um, so, yeah. Well, when uh, it did, when I pl- uh, put it on, I put his phone on my wireless charger, wondering if it maybe the charging port was broken. And it, yeah. it, it, did, it did connect. It did light. Uh, my, my charger light went on. It was charging. After he got the battery replaced? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like when he brought it over. He got it replaced today. Oh, oh so okay. he may have. It, I'm saying it wasn't damaged before. It was probably oh, okay. it could have been damaged after because it was saying charging. So, yeah, I did okay. notice that it gets really hot in my car because there's something wrong with my AC and it won't stay on. Like, it, 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 like when I'm driving slow in town, it's fine. But like when I'm on the highway for like ever, it gets really hot, like so hot that apparently my uh, my shield, my shield cover thing over the engine was melting. I don't know. My stepfather was looking at it. Yeah. My stepfather was looking at it and I brought it to the dealer and they said, uh, they couldn't get it to get warm. And I'm like, you didn't drive it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to call them again and yell at them. But, uh, anywho, uh, my phone was on the chart on the, on the charger. And it says, Oh, this phone is too hot. Cannot charge. So it was so hot in my car that it wouldn't charge. My phone wouldn't charge. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's also up in the window, but still. Yeah. That, well, yeah. That's that's gonna hit me hit by direct sunlight. All right. Yeah, so the one careful. thing. 
the one thing that's interesting is that they're not using Windows, obviously, on this thing, which is why they say Windows and Apple, even though they're not Win not Windows, not Windows and Microsoft, they're not using Windows on this thing. It's all Android. It has a Windows theme. Yeah. But, but it's it's all Android. So they did they definitely didn't put No, there's no Windows on here at all. It's all ran by Android. They have a Windows type theme to make it look like the old school like Windows OS, but it's just, it's just a theme though. But even look at the back of the thing; it looks like a Windows logo. Well, yeah, so it's a Windows thing. It's a Surface, but they put Android on it. Yeah, that's God. Even like the phone call thing is literally identical to the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Golly, there's got to be something illegal about this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that Windows ripped off Apple, but this is true. <laughs> so, it's like a lot of so companies, so so. If that's if that's the case, which would you rather have, Windows or Apple? Apple for a tablet. No, Apple for yeah, in Apple, yeah, for a tablet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like the Android tablets are cool, but it's just too. I can't explain it. I can't explain why I like Apple tablets more than Android tablets. For for me, I, it's it, it's weird, but having an Apple tablet, it doesn't feel like having an iPhone. Correct, exactly. But when you have yeah. a Samsung tablet or an Android tablet, it feels like, like you a big just phone. have a big phone. I don't know why. It's just it's. Just I different. agree. I completely it's agree. Now, if they had like like a a tablet with like Ubuntu on there or something, I'd be all for that. But yeah, no, I will always choose Apple tablets. I'll always pick an iPad. Always. All the time. Yeah. And I'll like I'll always end up having an iMac or a MacBook or whatever I end up having. Because I don't know, they're just great for audio editing. Yeah, well I'm, once you I'm, buy I'm, a new I'm computer, missed... guess what? No more dual boots. Ever. Oh, the new models you mean? Yeah, no RTXs, anything with an RTX or above, you cannot dual boot. Apple or they do not recognize RTX graphics cards. Oh, well, I don't even know what they're going to use for graphics cards in the future because they're going to uh, ARM processors. Yeah, I know they are. It's the dumbest. Whatever. I'm yeah, not going to get into yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Kitty, yeah, get we'll... off my computer. <laughs> so one of the biggest, I think this is pretty groundbreaking and it's going to possibly, hopefully save lives as long as they keep Literally on... groundbreaking. Yes. <laughs> and going to be uh, actually <laughs> saving lives in the future, um, even though this is just rolling out. So Google um, is releasing, they've released it in California, a app, well, it's part of the Google Play service, well, the Google services in general, on your phone, on Android, and it's an earthquake detection system. Um, and it's going to ping, and it's for Android, everybody knows it's for Android that's 5.0 and above. Um, and it's going to use your phone along with other alerts and other equipments that's obviously seismic equipment and stuff that's linked to. Uh, along with your phone location, all this data is going to be put into one of their servers um, to calculate, obviously, to detect if an earthquake is about to happen. So it'll detect small little seismic activity, noting, hey, this is going to turn into an earthquake. Hey, and it's supposed to alert people like seconds before it happens. And I was watching the news earlier and the guy was pointing out, well, you'd be able to get off a ladder or something like that if you had this alert on your phone so you don't end up getting hurt. The, uh, phone, the phone detects the earthquake, or is there like just a oh, thing? Oh, so okay. Now imagine all the phones in California, right? Yeah. They uh, a good portion of them have this service. It's obviously not Apple, but it's on Android. You have an Android phone. It's going to use your phone's data, location, uh, public 
most likely the sensory data as well on your phone, along with the sensory data that's coming from all the seismographs within California as well. Um, and it's going to be able to send alerts to their phone seconds before an earthquake hits. What if we get everybody to shake their phones in the, <laughs> in the state of Rhode Island? Will that say there's an earthquake? Oh, it's not in Rhode Island. It's only in California. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What if all of California got all their people to just shake their Android phones for some weird reason, like a mass Android shaking? Well, would it pop up and say, "Oh, there's a freaking earthquake"? You're dead. probably not. No, I don't think so. Because it would have to, it would have to match that data up with the seismic activity from the seismograph machines that are actually yeah. stationed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it has to actually run that data through their AI algorithm, whatever algorithm they're using, an AI program to determine whether an earthquake's actually happening, then send it onto the phone. Mm -hmm. like That's I, weird. Go ahead. I'd understand if it was just a, another like alert system, like, oh, there's a hurricane coming or or a code, code amber or whatever, an amber alert. No, this is to save lives so that people don't get hurt. They have time to actually get to cover before an earthquake. That's actually kind of well, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. I just don't know how the phones can sense it. I don't know if you guys have looked at your phones or dug deep into your phones, but did you know they um, – Side-loaded like a COVID detection tool. Right, so they did, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. All they you did have to was turn it on, though. You no, 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 yeah, on, yeah, yeah. You don't turn it on. It's actually not on your phone. It's just part of Google services. Um, it's the same thing. iPhone, it's on your phone. Oh, it is yeah, on your phone. It is. Yeah, it's right in the settings. It's on the settings. Yeah. No, yeah, it's in the settings. But, but you need actually... an app to make it work. It's oh. weird. Yeah. So, but with because I've looked at it on the phone. And I found out it's actually just part of it's running just from a web interface. Yeah. So it's strictly from the internet. It has nothing on your phone. Gotcha. Um, it's actually just the Google Play services, well, the Google services in general that are running on your phone. And it's default now. I have noticed that, that there's a lot of weird uh, app things on the Android phones. Yeah. Well, they're not apps, but they're like just things that are installed on it. Um. And I like there's one that says like radio and stuff like that. What is all that? What are you looking at? <laughs> that well, your radio is your Wi-Fi antenna. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Where, where, settings. I gotta go to settings. Um, when you look at your uh, go into settings and look at like the stuff you have installed on your phone, like apps. Yes. Um. There's like uh, just all these weird little things like Android system web view. What the hell is that? Uh, AR doodle, AR emoji. I the web view. If I'm mistaken, I think that's your internet kernel. I believe. Yeah. yeah, those are all part of the Google Play, the Google services, okay. Google Play service. Um, those um, are all part of it. Briefing. I don't know what that is. Do you happen to have debug mode on or development mode on? Because when you no. turn those modes on, you can get a lot. You can see a lot more apps than you normally can. Yeah. No, no, I don't have debug on. Like some of this weird stuff I know, but like it's just like it says like the device health services. Like what the hell is that? Because you have a Samsung phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've seen these some of these things on other things. So those rely on Google Play service apps that actually detect like heart rate, stuff like that. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's why. But where is it? And a good portion of those you can uninstall if you want to, um, and then some have to be part of the service. Like IPS geofence. 
so maybe maybe like some of the apps download like add-on part apps like maybe that is a a thing they had to add to my phone to make my drone work yeah the geofence thing would be yes um it's just weird because you know it's not like you can open these they're, they're like passive passive apps yeah, right. because you got like for a drone, it's not using the drone; it's using your phone to detect where that fence is. Geofence is pretty interesting. Like the the freaking yeah. drone will be like, "No, I'm not going that way." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's just That's a bunch all. of little passive things that they add into it, so you can look at everything because there's just so much here. Okay. Here. I so. So I really hope this progresses and we get other detections just like this for other things. Hopefully this will progress to where they will detect tornadoes, everything else, so people can get out of the way, like and get to safety before something crazy happens. So it's, this is a real good use of our technology that we have at our hands, like within our hands and in our pockets that can save our lives. So, but let's move on to the 90s. Because <laughs> the... Blockbuster this has been all over Facebook, by the way. So the last blockbuster, which is in Bend, Oregon, um, is supposedly making part of their building. You can actually rent out as an Airbnb to spend the night as like a full like '90s nostalgia. Uh, rent a movie or whatever, and stay there and bask in the '90s, I guess. And it's literally, I think it only costs like four or five bucks for a night. Yeah, 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 something like that. What? <laughs> yeah, literally the old school cost of renting a movie is how much you're going to pay to spend, but it's not going to be open for everybody. It's only going to be a few lucky people that are going to be able to do it. Yeah, oh. it's a very few. It's a, um, it's a, and it's I, for a short time type of thing, too. Yeah, and I love the fact that if you look on like one of the screenshots, and I would love to go to this Blockbuster. Me um, too. But if you look at the candy and like the chips and stuff, they're all the old, like, the way the bags were designed. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, so we actually, um, six months ago, five months ago, we stopped making. We had a whole run of all old school bags. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was a big promotion we were doing. Let's keep that going. <laughs> I wish. They're, they're pretty cool. Uh, so I need a lot of smart food. <laughs> I can get you whatever you want, man. Italian loves smart food. Uh I like the sheet on the bed. That's pretty badass. Yeah, the whole uh, thing's cool. Like I don't know what so it reminds I, me of. I can't like I think in Double Bear so, and stuff. It's just it's just nineties and shadows. It reminds me of um like the uh, the intro to Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, what was that? that? The name of that show? Toe Jam and Earl too. What That's got like a Toe Jam and Earl vibe to it. Is I noticed I'm looking at the TV. It is weird. So I was talking about one of these TVs the other day. Is that a projection TV? It kind of looks like. I don't think the wall goes. I don't think it's it goes square, back far. So yes, it might be a. It might be a projection TV. That's funny. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I think it is a projection TV. Holy crap! The original big screen TVs. Those things were freaking heavy as balls. Man, I want to do this so <laughs> bad. Oh, this would be just way too rad, man. Like popping a movie into a VCR and cozy up on a sofa bed for a one night only experience. Dude, this would be so cool. Man, like, oh, Lord, dude, I am having such a nostalgia trip right now. Holy shit. 
that that yeah. sheet is actually driving me crazy. I know I've seen it on something. I just can't place it. <laughs> it's like Pictionary or something. Oh uh, yeah, it does kind of look like the picture, the old Pictionary cover actually does actually kind of. Huh, that's interesting. So some lucky people will be able to stay over at the Blockbuster. So I guess you'll have to be either. I guess well, it doesn't matter where you are. You can always fly over to Ben, Oregon, but uh, but rare to have like pretty much no internet. But that's yeah. the idea. But that's the idea. So you can go there and have there's no internet. <laughs> there's yeah. Very 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 limited internet. Yeah, but which is why they have a blockbuster because they don't really have internet. They you know what they need on those shelves, right? What? AOL discs. Holy oh, crap, yes. yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they do. I'm sure someone has a stock of them. hours free. Yeah. Right? I'm sure, I'm sure someone has like a stash of those somewhere. Wow. Hell, I bet freaking LGR is a stash of them. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and phone cards. Get some phone cards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to have the phone cards too. And they might as well Wait. throw a payphone in there. Those Actually, are- when we were in New Hampshire um, a week ago, I had to explain to Bella what a payphone was because yeah. I had one there at the, at the, oh. um, at the flume gorge at the end of the, or when you exited, there was a payphone there for Verizon. I had no to shit. show her what a phone was. The does, kid's mind was blown. Does she know? How to, does she know how to use like a game boy? Yeah. I, I saw mm-hmm. a video where somebody thought the game boy was a touchscreen. Yep. Oh my God. But, uh, there's nothing here. that says be kind and rewind. There's no fees for not rewinding either. I'm not liking this. I'm not buying any of this now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to pick up a, a a movie and then freaking have to rewind it before I watch it. That's ridiculous. I think there is because Cinemasca crew went there not that long ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, right, they did a whole uh, video on it. They drove there. No more James and Mike Mondays until next year, I think. Yeah, that's what I heard. But I'd rather have AVGN videos. And all he said, all any kind of con, the Cinemasker in general said they're not doing any cons until this is over. Well, right. Yeah. I don't think anybody so. is. No, nobody's going to. Nobody's going to be willing to. Yeah. Oh. We'll have to make our own con. Yep. <laughs> Get a gre- the green screen to look like Blockbuster. <laughs> be like, look at this. Right. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's get to this last topic. So we've covered AMC's up and downs with this whole like theaters not being open and what they're going to do and them getting pissed at people for releasing their movies digitally and then coming to a compromise and then backing up and just going back. Now, so there was an interview with, uh, I guess, one of the CEOs here uh, from AMC because obviously reopening is going to be at a cost. They're going to have to like super clean theaters between showing and everything else. Okay. So when asked... Um, Aaron explained that yes, it's going to come at a cost, and that cost is going to be paid by our customers. So, movie tickets in general are already pretty high. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if they're going to raise prices, especially somewhere near, so the average price for a digital movie right now, um, if it's going straight to theater, from what we've seen, is between like twenty to thirty dollars. Okay, which isn't too bad. And yeah, because if, you're, be, it, if you have a lot of people go. Yeah, if to your house yeah. to watch a movie. Okay, so, and if they're going to raise ticket prices more than the average, which is, there is some high ticket prices out there. Some are like $15 a person. Like 3D movies. 
Yeah. So if they plan to raise the ticket higher, prices higher than that, what are you going to do? You're going to go to an AMC theater and watch a movie for 15 or what do you call it? $25 a person, or are you going to pay the $25 and watch it digitally instead of home? Yeah. They're, they're really going to like, I don't think AMC has during this whole time has grasped the idea of how much trouble they actually are in. Mm-hmm. I think they do and they can't go, Oh, well, cause they, I don't think people have like, I don't, like the U.S. perspective, but I don't think they grasp how little of people are actually going to be willing to go to a theater when they fully open. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that are going to want to go, but a lot of people are going to be scared to go. And if you raise the ticket price, they're going to go, well, I'm definitely not going now. There's still people that aren't going to restaurants, inside restaurants and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So what do you guys think about this? Like, this is a really, this is this a really bad move by AMC or? It's, it's kind of like what's going on here in Connecticut right now with the whole Eversource thing. So, um, a lot of us lost a lot of power, um, in, after this last windstorm, uh, it was like almost a million, I think lost power and Eversource just recently doubled our delivery charge. So my, yeah. So my, my electric bill went from like, it was usually 180 a month, 200 months, almost 400 literally oh, overnight. God. Jesus Christ. How is that? And, legal? Um, is there, there must and, be a big lawsuit going on then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, the government. Yeah, they had it. They stopped doing that. They're reverting that back to normal. But now with the whole thing, um, with, with all the wind storms happening, uh, they sent their crews out to other places like the Carolinas and whatnot. And we had to have crews. We had crews all the way up from Michigan helping us get power back because there were people who just got power. There are still people out of power. This happened a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. There are still people out of power. Um, but now the CEO is saying that all the costs of the 400 miles of new wire, um, the whole nine yards are going to be passed on to us. So our electric bill is going to go up again. Wow, that's not your problem. That's bullshit. Well, it's so, yeah, they're trying to make the CEO step down as CEO. And there's, there's a whole bunch of legal actions going on right now, but it's similar to what's happening here. So they're trying to make people pay for Corona cleaning, which I, I want to say I get it. I do want to an extent it makes sense ish, but at the same time, it's not the consumer's fault. It's, exactly. Yeah. It's not our fault that fucking this thing is going on. It's, it's not. So why make us pay for it? Yeah. I know they got to recoup the costs. I know they got to get their money back and want all that good jazz, but it's not our problem. Yeah. So here's what, well, not, not the electric company, but movies. So here, here's what to do. How many movie theaters are have like huge parking lots? Quite most, a few of them, right? Most of them. They need to get a large make make their their movie theaters drive-ins. Agreed. Yeah. Temporarily. Oh. Uh, Hell, Walmart's, yeah, that would be the... Walmart. Walmart's doing it. Yes. Yeah. So, in in their parking lot, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. Do do um, drive-ins at their own theaters and just get a. Oh. I'm sure they could figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. Hell, that back parking lot in our Walmart down there, fucking like that thing could fit a movie theater in it like easily. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just won't do it because of the neighbors. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Well, we'll see. But anyway, um, and like that, like how I would say I was going to follow up with the movie theater thing, like with the whole drive-in thing. And I went to a drive-in, obviously Friday. It was packed, and it is the solution. People can social distance, stay apart, um, and do it safely in their own cars. There's no cleaning costs, nothing to that. Like. It's your own car. Um, 
people were actually were able to go outside their car and sit too, but obviously still have social distance, uh, whatnot. And it was a pretty cool experience. Um, and obviously you just tune your radio into wherever the station is they're using. Um, but we actually didn't have to, cause we parked like right up front. We were like right next to these giant speakers. It was like crazy loud. Um, so, so uh, Metallica is having a concert that you can go watch at a drive-in for $115 a ticket. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, can no. Have up, you can have up to six people in your vehicle, though. So oh, it'll be like that's nine, not it'd be, bad. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like $19 a person. Yeah, holy crap. Hey, that's, that's not, not too bad. bad at all. And you get four copies of S&M 2. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Okay. The only thing that confuses me is I was looking at like the local the local showings. They're all at different like they're not all at the same time, so it means it's not live. So no, it's not kinda, live. Of course kinda, not. That's kind of disappointing because I was hoping for it to be live. Oh, as I don't see why they couldn't just show a freaking high quality live stream, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's their first concert of 2020. He, James, is coming back. That's kind of cool because he was on his uh rehab for drinking yeah so but yeah 115 dollars you get four four copies how, of snm and how many that's times really not bad yeah. no it's not bad at all no um and i personally for instance like rhode island there's only like two drive-ins in rhode island there's one in miscomica here right down here down the road and there's one in smithfield that's where it's going to be north smithfield Oh, it is. There's one there. Yeah, they're having up there. Yeah, um, yeah. There used to be a number of drive-ins. Like my parents used to go to one. I think it was in Richmond. When yeah, I was in Richmond. Yeah. Is, is, when I was. Is the Westerly drive-in a legit drive-in though? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. What's really cool is actually, cause I didn't know this about that. Cause I haven't been to that one. Um, it, it's really cool. Cause they show old ads from like drive-in movie theaters from like the fifties and stuff, oh, which is really cool. cool. Um, so it's a really cool, it's a neat experience. Um, and it is like the perfect solution. Like, like how, like people, I didn't, I didn't get that when drive-ins were actually closing during the pandemic. I'm like, this is actually the perfect solution. People can stay apart and enjoy a movie and don't have to worry about you mean getting infected. Like this is the perfect solution to the movie theater right now. Yeah, like, no, I agree. I don't see how AMC, Regal, all these companies are going, Hey, we're losing money like hand over fist right now. Let's put some of that money into a drive-in. And like convert some of our parking lots into temporary drive-ins till this thing's over. Like, it really—that's the way it should be. Um, and it's not a bad experience. I mean, at all. People like to like downplay like what like you I mean, the drive-in theater. But the one thing I would say the grape I had about watching the Rise of Skywalker is I swear they cut sections out of that movie to get it into a smaller time frame. You think so? Yeah, there were some things I'm like, I know things are missing. I know this movie because obviously I've seen it like multiple times in theaters. I own the Blu-ray. Like there was things missing. <laughs> um, and they, I mean, it ended shortly after 11 and it started at nine and it's almost like a two and a half hour. It's a little over two and a half hours. Yeah. So I'm like, movie. some things were cut. So Sucks. we only have one drive in near us. It's in Mansfield, which is about 45 minutes from me, 40 minutes from me. There was one down the road, which I guess closed down years ago. Hmm. But yeah, with not many selections around here, at least around my parts. Well, there there's not many to begin with. Yeah, general. no, there just needs to be. More. It was even, funny. I didn't even know there was one in North Smithfield. Yeah, yeah, yep. I don't um, know, think I've ever been there, but to North Smithfield. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really cool. They have this whole promotional thing about 
like obviously don't put trash on the ground stuff like that done by two employees at the drive-in it's this little small video they play before the movie um, and one really funny thing about it, like it, like they're going on, like no public urination, like there is a bathroom and like, and one of them is like the girl goes and please don't feed the seagulls or someone will come by your car and kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was great. I was like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, it's definitely, if you haven't, if you live in this area, obviously check out the Musquamica, uh driving. It was actually pretty cool. And definitely worth it. Um, obviously, if Smithfield, Smithfield's probably a pretty cool place. So I've, I've never been to that drive-in, so I don't know. So I've heard good things, something I'm thinking about. But I would love to see drive-ins. And I really hope, I don't know by any stroke of a miracle, if our Walmart ever gets a uh, drive-in theater. <laughs> but we have the Muscomica one really like a mile away from it, so it doesn't well, matter. I, I, like I said, we wouldn't be able to because the neighbors would complain. Because it, ha- it can't be like before 9. It would have to be like after 8.30. When it gets yeah. dark, but you wouldn't be okay. able to play it during the day. I know, I know, but they're okay. So, do you know where the Musquamica uh, Drive-in is? Yeah, it's down next to the beach. Yeah, in <laughs> literally right next to a residential area. Yeah, yeah, but apparently they're not complaining. Yeah, Those... that's from Musquamica, though. People like they party people have always complained about the Wesley Walmart. That's why you guys couldn't get a um car uh, tire place. Yeah, yeah. So. But like I was saying, like Rise of Skywalker was playing until like shortly after eleven, and those speakers were fucking those were things like stupid loud. Mm-hmm. They had to have heard them for like a quarter mile away or more. That's cool. Like it was crazy. So um, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they'll complain just because it is Walmart, but yeah. But who knows? It was, um, hard, it was hard enough for them to get get there. Well, yeah, the yeah the town did not want them. They actually it took forever to actually get approval. Which they approved that, but they didn't approve a target, which I was pissed about. I would definitely prefer a target. I like. Yeah, I prefer a target more, more, way more than fucking. Without a doubt, man. Yeah. Uh, There are cleaner stores. The clientele is better. You don't have people walking around in their frigging bathrobes. (laughs) Like, on now. Oh, no, dude. That's way too high class for Walmart, man. Bathrobes. (laughs) Shoo. More like Moomoo's. Moomoo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and just, just remember, like... the devil is a lie. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I ain't able. The devil's a lie. I ain't able. Ugh. Oh man. So oh. this this guitar is awesome. I highly recommend trying out a Harley Benton. And it was cheap. That's an eighty-seven dollars. Cheap. And it's ouch. Pretty thin. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty thin. But yeah, I'm very impressed with it. Hmm. For $187. We'll see how the Hard Luck Kings is when that comes in. It, it says it's been shipped, but it's still sitting at... This is the crazy thing. This The Hard Luck Kings guitar is in like California, and it hasn't shipped yet. It like they, it says it's shipped, but it hasn't left the facility. Like UPS. Oh, This guitar came in two days from Germany. What the hell, guys? What's going on here? Yeah, it's impressive. That's BS. If I if I order another guitar for like because I want to get a bass, so I might order like a five string from Harley Benton. Uh, if that still comes in in two days, we got some uh, issues with the uh, the U.S. Postal Service or whatever. UPS. Yeah, they're they're kind of slow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How, how did UPS Express get here in two days? Yet yeah, this can't get here at all. Oh. Uh, 
I've got some insight on that because actually my buddy Nick, he's a postmaster in Staten Island, and he has actually he explained why that's happening, mm-hmm. and it's pretty crazy. Like, um, I guess they're they cut down on overtime big time, and they're trying to deem certain packages more important than the others. So they'll purposely well, leave them in um, hubs until they deem it's necessary to come. That's why, like, yeah, um, priority mail is no longer guaranteed. How yeah, do they just, know what's uh, in the box though? Don't know. They don't. I, I don't know. He doesn't even know. Um, I had a package sitting in. Well, not me. Uh, Marie had a package sitting in. I think it was Smithfield, Mass. For like ever, we yeah. went to the post office, and she couldn't give me an explanation. She's like, "I don't know." She's like, "We've had this happen actually a few times at that warehouse. They just sit there." Eventually, it got sent to us, and it wasn't even in the package. It's just like us and our boss <laughs> <Was it> <laughs> for UPS. It's just it's a black hole. Um, there was a time where I paid for two day air, and it sat in Basra for two weeks. Jesus Christ. That's a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's a little ridiculous. Yep. Like I we buy um uh misfits. We get the misfits boxes. Oh yeah. Basically uh just fruit that fruit and veggies that don't look right. There are some really whacked out looking ones we get. And it's their next day air, no two day, two day air with ice packs and stuff. We've had them sit with everything was rotten when we got them. And what each, the box, hell? each box is forty bucks. Wow. Obviously, did you contact the company? Oh, yeah, yeah. They they took care of us. They gave us our next box for free, and then the box after that, we got like 20% off, even oh, though it wasn't their fault. It wasn't. They shipped it on time. Um, Yeah, we pay it. It's like 40 bucks a box, and it's like 25 pounds of fruit and vegetables, and it's all oh, organic okay. stuff, too. Oh, it's nice. awesome stuff. I well recommend that um service. Sweet. Anyway, we're nearing the end here. Um. So definitely, like I said, go check out a movie theater. Encourage your town. Go yell at your town council, whoever. Encourage them to yep. try to promote, get movie theater, like movie drive-ins in somewhere. Because that is the perfect solution. Yell at AMC. Yell at Regal. Yell at Edwards Theaters and be like, hey, listen, I know you guys want to reopen the theaters, but you'd be better off just investing in an actual drive-in. You can charge people 25 bucks for a car. There you go. And Nate's right. So Genius, that, that right? whole Everthorst thing that I was just talking about, we ended up um, starting a petition from Change.org, and that's what got us to the legislation to oh, yeah. have yeah. them looked at. And, and it's right. Open your mouths. Make your voice heard. That's what it's there for. Like, And don't stop. Don't ever stop. You know, Voice your opinions fearlessly. Yeah, it, all- will, it will help. Especially if you annoy them enough, they're eventually going to go, well, these people ain't stopping. We got to do something. Especially when something that big, because that's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure a few of you viewers or listeners or parents, you know, when your kids are like, but but I've been good. Can I get that candy bar? Please, can I get that candy bar? Just do that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They'll let you go. Fine. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Can I please get cheaper electricity, please? Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I went from um, when we signed it, it was at 3,200 signatures. The next day, it was at 42,000. The day after that, it was over 100K. And that's like like the whole U.S., though, right? No, Eversource, just Connecticut. Is it? Yeah, they're not I'll ever source Connecticut and Massachusetts. I don't know what you guys have around. It used to be what? Well, we have national greed now. National greed. That's it. (laughs) So, 
I'm not sure where. I know Eversource is Massachusetts and Connecticut. I know that. I don't know about any other places. I'm not sure. New Hampshire. Maybe New Hampshire. New Hampshire, Eastern Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts, and Connecticut. There you go. Uh, Yeah. But we've been lucky this year so far. The power hasn't gone out. But oh, we lost three trees, destroyed our fence. It was it was great. Yeah, I saw the fence. Post you picture. That was crazy. The Coventry store lost everything. Yeah, but we've been. There. Our we WalMarts are finally getting restocked because they we had to shut down WalMarts all over the place. They were closed for days. Oh wow! No <laughs> power, no power at all. Target was allowed on power because Target's for some reasons considered an emergency store, so they have backup generators and stuff. Our WalMarts don't. Yeah, no, the, the only one on the East Coast is the one in Jersey. Wait, it's crazy. weird. I, no, I, it's very rare when the, I know that the Lisbon store they were bringing a generator to the store before the power yes. ran out. But yep, that, yep. But Lisbon it, was correct. Yep, but the power went out before it got there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. It's it, it's been a rough couple of weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, I think they'd rather recoup the cost on insurance. I think that's yep. how they see it. They don't yeah. care. Yeah, I, it, I, it's probably but, easier to do that than run a generator. For but sure. they but they care they're an essential store during a pandemic. Like I don't know. They don't you know I mean it's weird. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's very weird. They really don't care, but they actually try to act like they do care, but that's the side yep. of the Just like with their whole temperature check thing, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Oh, I'm right along there with you, pal, man. <laughs> do you have I an agree. app? Do you have an app that you open up and say that you're not sick and then show them when you get there? No, basically we have um it's called a line spec system. It's a infrared camera. And you just walk in front of it and done. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, we got uh, a food thermometer. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they gave him, a food thermometer. It's like, really, guys? Come on. Uh, Somehow I was 93 degrees. I don't know. You'd be dead. I I got hypothermia. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be be a popsicle. (laughs) Literally. He'll be a Michael Jackson extra in Thriller. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're reaching the end of the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. Remember, like I said, if you like this podcast, you thought it informed you of the weekly tech gaming news, please share it out to other people that might want to check out the podcast in the future. And thank you all for listening. Remember, youtube.com slash get tech. Like, comment, and subscribe when you're over there. And until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, everybody, get teched.